0: what is up y'all we are back with another episode of the off the books podcast my name is brandon and i am one i am once again still your glorious host that's trying to be cut off by my other host here that was very rude of me i apologize (laughs) god
1: but i am taylor now that i interrupted
0: (laughs) so before we get into our book this week this past weekend i think we've mentioned on our last episodes past weekend we went to the gaithersburg book festival i think that was a fairly successful little uh endeavor for us a little little adventure
1: oh heck yeah um we got to meet well i got to meet uh the author of we were never here uh Mm -hmm. andy and she was awesome and i know i want to review her book her book on here so you guys might have a special guest
0: that'd be up. awesome that'd be awesome yeah um well if there's any because we were handing out things at the last at the uh, the book festival trying to get us some new listeners and things like that so if there are any new listeners to this episode welcome we are welcome, happy welcome. to yeah we are happy to have you as part of the off the books family now
1: oh yeah yeah we always need more in this family
0: and if you want to see some some cool pictures and videos of us from this past weekend, go check out our Instagram page. We've got some stuff on there. Heck yeah. And actually, I think Taylor was even making a TikTok with our former guest host, Deanna.
1: I, I totally was. We were doing the the <laughs> Jack Sparrow run across all of the, uh, the pavilions. So that yeah. was a good time.
0: I'm really glad I wasn't with you when that stuff was happening because... You would have been embarrassed. It would have been cringe.
1: It was cringeworthy, but it was funny and I loved it.
0: Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking about an author that you like and Andy, her last name is Bartz, correct? Or what is it? Bartz. Yep. Yeah. Andy Bartz. We are talking about one of my favorite authors and an author that I think has found a special place in Taylor's heart as well. This week we are doing the third book in the Terminalist uh, series by Jack Carr, Savage Son.
1: And I am so ready for this. Oh, it was, I love him. I love this book.
0: It's such I, a it's such a good one. It's such a ready. good one.
1: This is a great time for me. I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> okay, so. A traitorous CIA officer has found refuge with the Russian mafia with designs on ensuring a certain former Navy SEAL sniper is put in the ground. Halfway around the world, half a world away, James Reese is recovering from brain surgery in the Montana wilderness of his youth, learning to live again, putting his life back together with the help of investigative journalist Katie Buranek and his longtime friend and SEAL teammate Rafe Hastings. For reasons both personal and professional, the Russian Intelligence Mafia Consortium has their sights set on removing a player from the board before he can return to the battlefield, targeting Reese on U.S. soil. With an unknown entity inside the U.S. government compromised by Russian intelligence, Reese is forced to recruit a team of former commandos to bring his unique brand of vengeance to the Russian Mafia on their home turf, turning the hunters into the hunted operating at the nexus of an evolving hybrid form of warfare involving terrorist organizations, drug cartels, human trafficking syndicates, cyber technologies and organized crime, James Reese stands head and shoulders above the fray as the go-to covert operative in a new war. Damn. I that really sums sums the book up pretty pretty fucking well honestly.
1: Yeah. And I do have to say in the uh, preface of this book, uh, it's the first line first off just blew me away. And I I really like how, how it was written. And uh, I think it had a really good, um, I think it was a good start for like the, the, what this book was and the, the quote I'm reading, it says, I was and remain a student of war and of the hunt. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was really cool. I was like, that, get it, get it, Jack Carr. I like that. Yeah.
0: So, this, this book, like, it definitely, um, it kind of introduces us a little bit more to, uh, in all honesty, my favorite character in the series. Like, James Reese mm-hmm. is great, but I love Ray, Rafe Hastings.
1: He, and just the whole a- Hastings a- clan. The, the whole <laughs> Hastings family is just a bunch of badasses. I really like
0: them. <laughs> Damn right yeah so so the prologue of the book starts with an unknown russian i guess you could call him an intelligence officer at that point um tracking through the siberian actually i guess it really starts with with her running from him and him kind of tracking her or tracking him
1: it starts with her kind of being let go Mm -hmm. and we at this time we don't know either
0: of their names i don't think right because they they don't they i think they say his name in the prologue but they do not say hers
1: no and so to beginning the beginning with this so there she's kind of let like let go uh from her captors and kind of given like a head start up into this like island Mm -hmm. um and and it's snowy and it's uh not a fun time to be in and she doesn't have obviously the proper clothes um and she her only thought was to to get away and hide mm. and and try to try to find a weapon or or make one or
0: yeah because she's not um, sure if it's an island or if it's a peninsula because she can only see water on two sides yeah. but this this russian tracks her up this mountain and calls her a very difficult hunt because she actually is Using the elements, I mean, they're talking about her growing up in in Montana and using the, they're doing some hiking through the wilderness and stuff like that. Like, she is able to get away from her pursuers by hiking up this mountain, getting out of the snow, going into the wind so it covers her tracks for her, and they they lose her tracks. So she's able to get to a a cliff face, climbs down Mm -hmm. the cliff face, kind of puts herself into a hole like into a crevasse yes, It's in the cliff mm-hmm. um, and
1: finds a bone.
0: Yes. Finds an old seal bone, an old shattered mm-hmm. seal bone. And she can hear that they have released the dogs at her. And we're yeah. talking, they're talking about these, these caucus like shepherds or whatever the hell they are. Um, the, have you ever like seen these dogs?
1: I have not. And I didn't look them up because I was a little nervous to, to see my they, biggest fear. They are huge dogs. Like yeah, from the description, huge. I definitely, I was definitely thinking they were.
0: Yeah, like I mean, I'm looking at a picture of one that right here. Um, it's it's large. It looks like it might be sitting in the foreground. Oh, that's a YouTube video. I don't want that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it might be sitting in the foreground a little bit, but it's bigger than the person. It's it's next to. Like, like they're, these dogs can get huge, especially when they are specifically bred to be hunting dogs and things like that. Yeah. So they, they end up sending the dogs basically down this cliff face after her and she kills them. She kills, she kills the one dog. The second one starts taking her and she decides, fuck this shit. I'm not giving them the satisfaction of killing me. And she throws herself with the dogs, over the cliff mm-hmm. to her death. Yep. And that's how the prologue ends. And it goes, all right, chapter one, three months prior to that, like mm-hmm. fucking kidding me. But for this first chapter, I do want to
1: point out a few lines that I noted because I, I love these lines. I think they were really good. I think like like I will always say um, from the first moment I read Jack Carr's work, he has a way of, of making you feel certain lines and words and really making you feel sick to your stomach. But a few of the lines I really liked from that whole thing was, uh, one, one of the lines says he was about to teach her a lesson in fear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I thought that was really like cool. And I was like, I, I even noted it. I was like the hunter and the hunted.
0: Um, yeah. Cause that's another, a, that's a big theme throughout this entire, mm-hmm. like like this entire thing is just the hunt itself.
1: Yeah. And then uh, one other one, She uh, the line was, uh, she was mourning her own death. And that was when she was waiting for the dogs to come get her.
0: Mm-hmm. She started and weeping because she was, she was mourning her own death.
1: Yeah. And then after she had kicked herself off the ledge with her and the dog, um, and he was kind of pissed off about it. Mm -hmm. it's the last line of that chapter which i really really liked was no matter the woman was just bait he was after a bigger game and she would still serve her purpose right and my note on that was what's the bigger game james
0: reese foretelling Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i mean it's i would say that the that there was there was two pieces of bigger bigger game that they're looking for
1: yeah yeah I would agree with two
0: but so that's how the that's how the prologues are that's literally the beginning of this book yeah like though the there is a part prior to that where he's talking about um just how much he he's thanking the people that that are still out there and about how mm-hmm. they're out there hunting non terrorists and whatnot, and like I love that he always puts sections like that into his book, yeah, like yeah. But, so, we actually get into the actual book.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, uh, so, after all this is, uh, this is done, uh, it starts with James and Rafe uh, on Coomba Ranch up in Montana, which is the Hastings Family Ranch. James has is, is gone up there to recover from his, uh, his surgery to get his, his tumor removed from his brain, finally now that he knows that it's not a cancerous tumor mm-hmm. hmm, sorry and they're driving up this 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 like kind of this mountain almost and they stop and you know looks out over this beautiful montana um you know forest really and landscape and he sees a cabin down down by a lake they drive down there and he's like He's like, wow, this place is gorgeous. Like, you guys really fix it, fixed it up. And he was like, well, glad you like it, man. And he was like, because it, it's yours. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, oh yeah, yeah. They fixed this up for you, uh, but you you might want to kind of like milk the whole nurse like nursing back to health thing, so they don't start putting you to work to make you earn your keep quite yet. Yeah. So they walk yeah. in. They walk in and whatnot, and they're they're admiring the you know just how the house is built. And before Rafe leaves, he's like, well, I got one more thing for you. And they walk out to this, this shed and there's a brand, like a a land cruiser in there, which is the land cruiser is, is Reese's favorite, like Mm -hmm. his favorite vehicle. And he's looking over it and he's like, oh my God, like, this is gorgeous. Like, where did you get this? Who, who redid this? And he's like, Rafe's like, you don't, you don't notice this. It's your fucking ride, man. Yeah.
1: It's your, it's your old car. I just fixed it up for you.
0: He's like, what? What do you mean? It's my old car. And he's like, Oh, you know, when you left it with Clint, Clint couldn't like, he couldn't bear to destroy it. So I took it off of his hands for you just in case you ever came back. Yeah. So he gets his old ride back. So but he's he's like decked out, like decked out his car. Yeah. He's he's put some improvements on it, like rebuilt the engine for him and whatnot, put, put some new lights on it, new, new bumper new rack all that kind of stuff put a rifle in it for him mm-hmm. um, gave reese or yeah reese rafe gives reese a a new uh sig p190 i want to mm-hmm. say something like that yeah uh, which reese's that's like reese's favorite handgun of course mm-hmm. they start talking shit to each other because rafe's a big 1911 guy And then they start talking shit to each other about their cars. Like, you can tell these two are best friends. Like, they call each other blood brothers, like, the entire time. Yeah. So, they leave, and and Reese just kind of, like, enjoys the the evening at his place. The next day, he goes down to Rafe's side of of the property to where Rafe has got this this gun gun shop, which... Mm -hmm. They start like listing off all the shit that like Rafe did and does before yeah, he he's... decided to start doing like gunsmithing.
1: Yeah, he he has a a lot of hobbies. He he has a lot of ta Uh, not like, tasks. He goes talents.
0: into he goes into the seals. He becomes a lieutenant commander. He gets discharged from the st- from the seals for some shit that went down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then he leaves the seals and he goes to Wall Street and works yep. as an accountant and he fucking hates it so he leaves there then he comes back to the fucking ranch and he doesn't really know what to do so he starts a hunting operation off of the ranch and takes up all the leases they got there well Mm -hmm. then he starts bringing people out there but they can't shoot for shit so he starts a fucking school for people to go to and learn how to shoot prior to them coming on there as a prerequisite Yeah. Then he's on a hunt with a dude. Dude's fucking like gun fucks up. So Rafe just goes ahead and diagnoses the problem and fixes it in the field and he's like, huh, I kind of like this. So he goes and and interns with a master gunsmith and then he starts smithing guns.
1: And he even stated he was like the first um, the first like two months or something of him uh, apprenticing. All he did was sweep the floors. Yep. So that's sweep sweep the
0: floors and and like polish the metal or something like that.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I definitely think it taught him more patience than he
0: had. Because where where do you find the fucking time?
1: He's Rafe. I mean, can you really explain it more than that?
0: That's true. That's very true.
1: He's he's a cool bitch.
0: Yeah. So Reese um, visits Rafe at his at his gun shop and he's working on a new rifle and whatnot and you know reese just kind of sits there and watches him work for a little while and when he finally like sets his tools down he's like so when you finish up how much time is going to be in this he's like oh i'll have 250 hours into this rifle when it's all said and done he's like holy shit like how much is that gonna run he goes oh only fifty thousand dollars yeah but excuse me you want to run that you want to run that back 50 grand for one rifle like god like i get that it's built by hands but and i know you're an angel Rafe, but jesus christ damn (laughs) like for fuck's sake
1: but i think he he deserves it he's a cool guy
0: yeah and then rafe starts telling him about how he interned under this this master gunsmith and reese is like oh that's who um my dad had make that rifle for me and he goes yeah actually i've got that rifle in mm-hmm. in, in my gun vault And he's like how do you have all of my shit yeah like, he's like oh, how do you well, have
1: my shit yeah. and my dad's shit that he gave me
0: like- he's like he's like oh well you left the gun on one of liz riley's planes mm-hmm. and a bunch of the other stuff so i just kind of like kept, kept held it. on to it but like made it disappear in case they yeah. wanted to use it as evidence against you mm-hmm. and all of this kind of stuff. So he gets his gun back from him. I mean,
1: Rafe, Rafe was very smart to do that.
0: Well, in the, fir- in the first like book, they kind of make Rafe seem a little like standoffish almost
1: mm-hmm. when
0: he, like, when he drops them off and then he's like this, you know, this makes us even and all of this kind of shit.
1: Yeah. It ma- it makes him look like the, like the bad guy. Like this is like just kind a- of a
0: dick. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it sounded at that point it sounded like they hadn't really talked since Rafe got out. No, which that's that's sad. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. But they um, he gets his gun back, and then he literally sits outside of his cabin all night drinking whiskey with the gun in his lap, just tracing the trigger. Mm -hmm. trace and just staring into the fucking darkness
1: yeah like (laughs) it was very funny
0: that's kind of creepy honestly
1: very creepy but only he can do it and it's fine
0: yep that's true
1: and if you hear a little little cry our our beautiful mascot agatha christie is here and she's crying
0: i thought that was a meep almost No, she's it's Agatha. Oh well, as long as it's Agatha. Yeah. So, then we get to meet the entire Hastings clan. Yes. Because they have him over to the house for a meal.
1: Yeah, Jonathan, his dad, uh, Caroline, Caroline, his his mom.
0: mom, his wife, Rafe's wife, Annika. But we should say that Jonathan and Caroline are Rafe's mom and dad yes they as well as annika is his wife and annika's father Rafe's father-in-law thorn or senator yeah. thornton
1: and he's a cool guy too i liked him
0: yeah yeah so they they you know they they have a great meal they're all happy to see nice tail in your face they're yes. all happy to see reese there and whatnot and they, they enjoy their time together and at the end of the night thorn kind of pulls Ray, uh, Reese aside, and he's like, "Hey, so I understand that you're, you're thinking about becoming like a full-time contractor with the CIA, yeah. on, under Vic Rodriguez," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm debating it and whatnot." And um, he's like, "You just be careful. Like, you yeah. can't, you can't. Tr- There's some good people in the CIA, but you can't mm-hmm. trust pretty much anyone there. Any of them, yeah, yeah. They so- all have their own motives." exactly and their own agenda and all that yeah. good shit so and that's kind of the end of that meal so we it, the story then goes to russia
1: yes to Where a mis- meet-
0: to a mr oliver gray yes oliver the asshole gray
1: yes always the asshole
0: yes Because something we did not mention in the second book is that James finds out that Oliver is the person who ordered his father to be killed.
1: Yes. And Oliver still wears the, his watch his Mm -hmm. James Reese's watch dad's watch. Yeah. Sorry. When to make it look like a mugging so that they didn't like investigate further.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Oliver, uh, since leaving, um, What's his face? the dude from the last book, whose name escapes the fuck out of me, um, has made his way into Russia mm-hmm. and is trying to get in with the bratva the yes. russian the Russian mob as a kind of an informant, but also as like a he want he wants to be an analyst for them, kind of like how he was with the CIA. Yeah. So so he goes in, meets the head of the Bradfa, which is um Andrenov was the guy that he was with in the second book. The dude that um, was with in the f-
1: this one is uh Alexander um Zarkov. Zarkov.
0: That's the son. Ivan Zarkov yeah. is his father. That's the head of the Bratva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So he meets Ivan and gives him some information as well as all of the members of his organization that are in the United States that are actually informants for the FBI. Yeah. So he gives them all this and he's like, okay, well, what do you want? He's like, I want a place here. Like, I want a job. I want to work Mm -hmm. for you. Um, And he's like, okay, I will give you 3 million rubles a year, which is like $300,000 a year. Uh, as well as like a a place to live and all of this kind of stuff he'll protect him and Mm -hmm. and reese or um oliver gives him one more thing he goes i there's i need a man dead as well i need james reese dead yeah because he's very well aware that james reese is still going to be coming after him because especially now that he knows that his father he had his father killed as well as the fact that he was the one that set up Uh, the attack on the u.s president that got Mm -hmm. freddie killed yeah so
1: he's like i I just need this guy
0: killed oliver is well aware he's like i'm on this motherfucker's list now yeah and he's not going to
1: stop until he sees my head off of my body
0: exactly exactly
1: he can't stop won't
0: stop ain't gonna stop
1: no he is and i'm quoting chris pratt pratt here a rowdy motherfucker
0: yes some may say the rowdiest of motherfuckers
1: some might say and i would agree with some of those people
0: i don't know have you ever seen rob gronkowski no yeah you need rob gronkowski's a rowdy motherfucker okay and and he's a real person
1: yeah i I figured (laughs)
0: you were just having all kinds of trouble with Agatha right now
1: i really am she's, she's just, like
0: mother pay attention to me
1: she's like mother please i just i want you to
0: love me she just wants to be front and center she's got her deveness on tonight and mm-hmm. she's like let me get my let me get my shot get my good side here get my good side here <laughs> i
1: mean i did tell her i'm like hey you got to be ready for the show tonight because you know you're the mascot and she, I can't say she didn't show up, you know?
0: Oh, she's showing up and then some. And then some. Like, damn, girl.
1: You, you a rowdy motherfucker.
0: Like, you had a nine, let's dial that shit back to a four. <laughs> <laughs> so after we see Oliver meet uh, Ivan, we meet Ivan's son, Alexander.
1: I hate this man with all of my heart
0: who doesn't even even his father was fucking terrified of him
1: yeah because he this you we find out that um alexander he already had like a disconnect like when he was born but even his mom had a disconnect with him didn't want to be near him would just let him cry
0: um because of the depression after having him
1: yeah and then she committed suicide and he found her body Mm-hmm. and like smiled like he it's not like that it he was, was the like best ter- thing ever
0: yeah ivan was like it does not that my son was terrified of it but he was more curious
1: he was curious he was grinning like he wanted he wanted to know what happened next
0: well when when ivan tells the story later on in the book about taking him on on the first hunt of his childhood Mm -hmm. um ivan taking alexander on his first first hunt and talking about him wounding this elk and then sitting there just watching it suffer
1: yeah just watching it like like just try to run away trying to breathe and he's just like
0: and then when ivan comes up and finishes it off to put it out of its misery Mm -hmm. the pure anger and hatred in in alexander's eyes like that, his father had taken this from him.
1: Yeah, he'd taken the kill.
0: Like you had taken this pleasure from him. Hmm. Like that's ugh, makes you cringe. Anyways, yeah. Alexander is a a high ranking official within the Russian intelligence service. He's actually a deputy director of mm-hmm. one of their uh, their departments, um, and was on his way to Africa specifically the central african republic yeah to check out two mines a uranium mine and a diamond mine mm-hmm. um sees both mines and whatnot but when he goes to the diamond mine he sees something rather interesting He he's asking them you know how do you stop these people from that are you've got mining from stealing these diamonds
1: yeah where and they would swallow them or
0: yeah. And he's they they show like 30 of them coming out of the mind or out of the mine and mm-hmm. being like shackled to this this post and they yeah. all have to drink this magnesium based liquid. Mm-hmm. And within like 20 or 30 minutes, it makes them just erupt from their bowels. Yeah. And they find three of them had stolen these. Mm-hmm. So they basically beat them and then dragged them away. And he's like, well, "What? what happened? He's like, Oh, you'll see later. You'll see later. So they see the rest yeah. of the mine. And then towards the end of the day, they're brought to this pit and they're talking about these soldier ants. And they're saying that these, these colonies of soldier ants average around 20 million ants a colony mm-hmm. and that they'll migrate, they'll migrate with their food sources. But this one is fed so well that it never leaves. It's fed so well. And so often it never leaves. And that Mm -hmm. these ants have mandibles on them that are so strong that in in Africa, and actually, I think I've seen stuff of this. If you've got a wound, they'll take these ants and have them bite on both sides of the wound and then snap the bodies off. So the heads stay in place almost. So it's like they're they're using them as sutures. Yeah. Instead of stitching the wound back together, they'll use the heads of these ants because that's how strong they are.
1: Yeah, it really disgusted me hearing about that part. Yeah, so they they sick to my stomach.
0: They they have these three men chained to the back of this truck, and on the other side of the pit, they have an old man, a woman, and a and a child. Mm -hmm. They're like, he's like, well, who are those people? And they're like, oh, well, those are relatives of these three men here. So the Russian like guards beat these people senseless. Yeah, and then throw them into the pit. The old man dies nearly immediately just from, from a, shock.
1: Like Yeah, from shock. Heart the woman neck, was,
0: was nearly brain dead when she got in there from the beating that she took. Mm-hmm. But the child screamed and writhed for almost a half hour mm-hmm. while being eaten alive by these ants.
1: And then after his screaming stopped, then only then... they throw the other three people in? then they threw yeah then
0: they threw the three thieves in there as well yeah yeah disgusting yep Yep. i mean that's definitely um a a hell of a deterrent to not steal diamonds from that mine yeah for sure um but alexander what kind of works out a deal with um, the person who's running this mine he's like okay so in the future you can keep a prisoner or two every now and then that steals, but yeah. a majority of them you were going to send to me
1: mm-hmm. because
0: I have an island I'm renting. I'm leasing this island from the Russian government that I work for mm-hmm. down in the Bering Sea on the other side of Siberia. And uh, I'll take care of them there. Yeah. Wink, With, like heavy wink. Yeah. Uh,
1: med- Medny island is is what it was called medney Medney. island yes
0: i wonder if that's a real place honestly i would love to know well that's why we got google around here because we can figure this kind of shit out med yeah it is that's net oh yeah it is It totally is
1: yeah oh that doesn't make me feel better
0: that map is in russian i need this to be in english thank you god how would they do something like that to me can't read russian
1: yeah um the island has been completely uninhabited uh by or since 2001
0: which they even say in the book that this used to be a frontier um, post it, it was a an old cold war like Mm, base mm -hmm. for the the russians and they abandoned it in 2001 so i mean that's in 2001 they abandoned it the cold war effectively ended in the beginning of the 1990s and they were still Mm -hmm. using this base until the beginning of 2001 granted they do have other bases that are fairly close
1: yeah i mean i do like the uh realistic places and how how good he is with talking about actual history and putting it in here
0: i will say this have you seen pictures of this island because it's fucking Uh, it's fucking gorgeous
1: it is gorgeous i'm looking at it now but Uh. it scares me to think about if it was if this story was real how many dead bodies would be on this just from alexander
0: well let's be honest here the next book has one of the settings in the next book is a place you fucking work
1: i know i'm getting nervous about it to be honest
0: yeah they steal, they steal a monkey <laughs> you, th- oh you think you think I'm joking just, just wait two weeks you think I'm joking
1: just wait that's two weeks so fun oh that's fantastic <laughs> oh that really makes my heart happy mm-hmm. what they do at Fort Detrick oh they, they stole a monkey <laughs>
0: yeah they stole a monkey you'll find out our listeners will find out why they stole said monkey but they stole a monkey yeah a monkey so anyways but go on so we go back to uh therese <laughs> and mm-hmm. there's not a real a whole lot that's going on with them like they're just kind of he's getting his life back together like he's learning to kind of live again he and rafe mm-hmm. are doing a lot of kind of like scouting for because Rafe's about to get right re- go into archery season mm-hmm. So that he's just kind of getting that scouted out and whatnot because he's got a couple deer that he's been watching on the property, um, and then Ray finally asked Reese the question. So when 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 when's your girlfriend coming, coming here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, p- p- she's not my girlfriend.
1: And I even <laughs> made a note. I highlighted that part where he says she's not my girlfriend. She's um. And I said Reese is embarrassed by the talk of Katie being his girlfriend because he definitely <laughs> knows she is. <laughs> well, and can I just say from the first episode, I was like, I ship Katie and, and James Reese, Reese together. Yeah. And yeah. now that it's happening,
0: my see, I, I have so excited. I had the pleasure of reading these three books essentially back to back to back. Mm-hmm. So I got everything like the, for the first time I got everything in one go almost. Yeah. So it didn't take, like, it didn't take me long to figure out, like you could, I mean, you could see in the first book, this dude's got some feelings for her, but he's really conflicted because he's like, yeah, you know, like my wife just was murdered and I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with that.
1: Yeah. But at this point, the, the murdering of his wife and child and, and unborn child had been like a year and a half now. A little bit more. Yeah, two years. two years. So, and I even said, if the timing is right, I would agree with them getting together. And the timing was right.
0: <laughs> well, after this conversation between Reese and Rafe, uh, we it shows Katie at her, her mm-hmm. place in, in D.C. Just kind of... Watching the rain and drinking wine, yeah, doing her Katie thing, and she's thinking about when James got his surgery at Walter Reed, yeah, and she's and she like went to visit, and well, she and she's like, I made it a point that the doctors and nurses got to see me around so that I could get a little bit more access that non-family normally doesn't get,
1: yeah. And I was a lot of this, them already knew she, her. She from was her
0: like, book. I was already at, I was at all of his pre-op meetings, I was mm-hmm. at all of his checkups, I was at all of his his appointments and things like that
1: yeah like or his pre-ops or whatever yeah
0: yeah and she was like i made sure that people saw me and that they assumed i was his significant other Mm
1: -hmm.
0: well and then you know after his surgery she goes into his gets let into his room while he's still kind of coming out of anesthesia and she's like look i know that when he's coming out of this, he's going to be a little bit more susceptible to telling me the truth of things. And yeah. I can get the answers that I've been fucking waiting for.
1: Exactly. About in the first book, when she was kidnapped and had a bomb strapped around her neck, did he know that it was connected or not connected?
0: Right. Right. So she asked him and he's kind of like dazed and confused and whatnot coming out of this anesthesia. And she asks him, and he's he's finally like, "Yes, I knew that it wasn't going to explode." And she's mm-hmm. like, well, "How did you? How did you know?" And he's yeah. like, "Well, Ben was too close. The blast would have killed him too, or injured yeah. him too, if he would have like let it go. Like, I I knew this, and whatnot." And she's like, "Why did you?" tell me that you didn't know that night on fishers and he was like because i i thought i was going to die i was going off to die and i didn't want you to wait around for me
1: yeah i didn't want to give you hope for us
0: like i i didn't i didn't want you to have to deal with my death the way that i've Mm -hmm. dealt with the death of my loved ones as well and she like starts tearing up and whatnot yeah so At that point, it's kind of like, huh, so where's this going? Mm -hmm. All this kind of stuff. So, So at this point, Oliver has been looking into trying to find James Reese. Yeah. Desperately looking into trying to find James Reese. And he's like, I can't find any information on him. The only home that he's got listed is his old Coronado home, and he's not there. Yeah. So he finally remembers ah, like it takes his secretary, his assistant delivering him his pay stub or his paycheck. And he's like, that's it. I figured it out. Eureka, fucking light bulb. And he's like, if he's a contractor for this, for the CIA, like I know he is, he's got to have a bank account. Yes. So he literally gets all the information for i'm going to say this slowly so you understand this for every person working for the cia gets every the bank account information for all of them that is thousands and thousands of people
1: yeah and he but then he like skimmed it down and he was like okay he He, if he's smart it would be from a name or from he, I mean like a company
0: name. He's able to narrow it down to six cities. Yes. And then from there he's able to narrow it down to two that have more to do with um with former Navy seals. And yes. even from there he's like I've got nothing. Yeah, he's like So then, uh,
1: so then what he, do we he do? He
0: fucking sifts through all of them. Mm -hmm. through all of them sifts sifts through all of them and finally find finds him under the hastings family's holdings yep under an assumed under an an alias like don detmeyer or something like that i don't know
1: yeah something it was
0: it was something weird and the amount of time that must have gone into that is crazy
1: I mean, all- it, it gave James Reese enough time to get comfortable where he was to an extent, which I thought was very good for the for the plot of this book. I think James had to be comfortable mm-hmm. um, to make what they were about to do more off guard-ish, if you want to say.
0: So they could set so that Jack Carr could set up an ambush. mm-hmm so they could catch them catch him with his pants around his ankles which Mm -hmm. if they would have stormed his cabin at the time they probably would have
1: Mm -hmm.
0: anyway wink wink if you catch my drift
1: well this is (laughs) but this isn't when katie comes to visit
0: well when the ambush was it was so if they would have stormed his cabin they would have found him with his pants around his ankles. yes
1: but when can we fast (laughs) forward though because a lot i don't think really happens it's a lot of back and forth between Mm -hmm. planning and getting things correct um but when he went to go pick up katie
0: from the airport
1: from the airport yes i love this i love this so so much
0: he he goes to pick her up he's got a bouquet of roses and he's like or a bouquet of flowers he's like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know how to do this anymore like is this too much am i am i putting my thinking about this too much is it really nothing so she yeah, gets the, there I mean, the
1: line for this is he felt self-conscious holding a bouquet of flowers and shifting them nervously from one hand to the other
0: yeah and finally he rests them at his side like a saber yeah yeah so That's she it. she gets there he he sees her he's noticing that a bunch of wives are giving their husbands and, and boyfriends dirty looks because they're all turning and staring at her Yeah. And she sees him, gets this huge smile on her face, walks over. They hug each other. He kisses her on the cheek. She grabs his face, turns him to her and gives him a kiss on the lips to let him know exactly where their relationship is heading.
1: Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, are those for me?" And
0: he's, and he's like, like, "Oh yeah, uh, I kind of yeah. forgot these about these. <laughs> these." Yeah, these are. Yeah, these take are, them, are, please. <laughs> these are for you.
1: <laughs> this is like such a like l- uh, such a little schoolboy. He's like, "Uh, yeah, yes, um, here."
0: <laughs> <laughs> so they go back to to the cabin, and he cooks them dinner and whatnot. Well, before they get back to the cabin and she, he's shown her around and they're looking out in the lake off the back patio and whatnot. And she looks at him and mm-hmm. goes, um, Now would be the right time to kiss the girl. Yeah. So they like, it was ma- so
1: cheesy, but I loved it.
0: They like make out a little bit and then they start cooking dinner and drinking wine mm-hmm. and whatnot. And they eat and talk and they sit down on the couch and start talking about other stuff. And she's like, So what? what did you like think about while you were in Africa? Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I thought, you know, I thought about the people I lost and I thought about like my family and like trying to kind of figure myself out and find my, find a life to start living again. Yeah. And, and I I thought a lot about you, like Mm -hmm. it, it made, it kind of helped keep me going. Yeah. She's like, Oh, well, you know, that, Thought about a lot about you too, yeah. And then immediately stand finishes off her wine, stands up, grabs him by the hand, and leads him to the bedroom.
1: Wink, wink.
0: For a little bounce, go wow, wow.
1: Bounce, go wow, <laughs> It was a good time. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Uh it's I mean, like he and like when I it, wish when it, there was when a little it,
1: bit more explaining of of
0: that part, but that's just me. Well, that's not that's not Jack Carr though. He's gonna it's not. he's gonna let you know that it's happening, but he's not gonna go into detail like. No. And then he My grabbed member. he grabbed his manhood, and he <laughs> no. and he Jack- insert he inserted it into her vagina. <laughs>
1: jack har is way too classy for that but i applaud exactly him in that.
0: exactly and that is why
1: I, it's it's the it's the nice simple fade to black
0: he doesn't need that to make his books no. any better In all no. in, in all honesty if that kind of stuff was in his books i think it would take away from it a little bit
1: i do too i really yeah. believe that
0: yeah. yeah yeah but it when it like when it happens it's it's kind of like yes finally finally <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's been two years bitch been... <laughs> Do you feel like Captain Holt on on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Just like, vindication! Vindication! <laughs> and when, he, when Captain Holt's like,
1: bang! Bang! We need a bang! He's <laughs> like, yes, yes, you do. <laughs> For the whole fandom. <laughs> the whole
0: fandom
1: right now. Needs yeah. <laughs>
0: and so uh, they, they spend the next few days like... Just kind of in this like honeymoon phase for themselves, really. Yeah. Like this they're is new. This is cool. Yeah, they're hiking. Yeah. They're t- they're having picnics. They're having dinner together. They're spending their evenings. They're spending all 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 day together. And whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then then he takes her to meet the Hastings clan. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and what little special guest is at the Hastings house, though?
0: Yep, they're like, oh, we've got another surprise. Liz why don't you come on out here hon
1: and out walks
0: out walks all five foot four of Liz Riley
1: I fucking love Liz Riley like she's my
0: woman she will always have my heart I love that that James is like oh yeah Katie remember Liz and Liz is like motherfucker we've kept in, we've kept in touch (laughs) we talk daily (laughs) she's like it's not often that you whisk a reporter away after they've yeah. been kidnapped and you've just blown up the secretary of defense's house off of yeah. fisher's island so yeah we talk
1: we talk bitch <laughs> we're close and he's like oh damn okay yeah like both my girls
0: talking <laughs> so like uh it, they kind of end they they have a really nice time together everyone is meeting katie they're they love her she loves them and the the men kind of stay outside while the women go in after the meal and whatnot. Yeah. And Rafe and 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 Reese are talking because Rafe is the next day is like the beginning of of archery season for yeah for hunting, and Rafe's planning on going out, so he's like, you know, if you're around, I might need help getting it getting it out and whatnot, and and. James is kind of like washing the woods and he's like, so where, where were you at mm-hmm. at dinner? And he's like, what are you talking about? And he was like, sometimes you were here and sometimes you were not.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you were here, but you weren't here. Mm-hmm. Your he mind was, was elsewhere. He's elsewhere. like, I, it's, it's something just doesn't seem right. Yeah.
1: Like something my, my seems, instincts.
0: yeah. Like something's off. And he's like, remember what your dad always told us? Like, i can't remember what his dad said but it was something, something long,
1: him, yeah, it was something along
0: the lines of like like you've got to know when to be able to like turn it off and whatnot yeah and and he's like well remember what your dad told us and he's like if you like if you feel that sixth sense it might be true yeah and it's like yeah it's that's, that's fucking true so they they go back and the next morning like they go It it's popping back and forth between reese and oliver because oliver's got this ambush set up on reese and his guys have been training for weeks mm-hmm. on like all of this stuff Well, when when oliver took this plan to ivan ivan was like i can green light this that i can have my men do this but i want Wraith hastings attitude as well because yes. he had gotten in touch with the people that were in in charge of um Andronov's money now and they were like, oh yes, there will be a sizable reward if you can bring down the person that killed the silly. Yeah. And he just happened to know that there was a Hastings family jet that left Switzerland the same night that Andronov was killed.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And he knows that he's like, okay, Uh, Reese definitely did it and this Rafe Hastings helped him yeah so they they've got this this ambush plan for both of them literally like they've been trying to do it all weekend uh but need like Reese had not left the farm to walk into his ambush and the second team wasn't going to go after Rafe until Reese was dealt with yeah so Oliver kind of like has this weird thing with his secretary um weird you ever you ever heard the the one the lo- one of the lonely islands more popular songs which one it's called jizz in my pants because <laughs> that's what oliver did that's what happened when Svet- God, when when svetlana put her tits in his face Mm -hmm. mm-hmm that man
1: i he needs all the help he can get like it really scared me that he it it was just that quick for him
0: well he had always thought that he was like oh my shit don't work that's like his. that was like his second sexual encounter of his entire life yeah and he was
1: like he totally ruined it he ruined his own time
0: but when he was doing She's like, "Oh, it is okay. Like, it it is fine. fine. My big boy is fine." (laughs) But (laughs) and as soon as he runs to the bathroom to clean himself up, she's just like, "Let me pop this USB in here real quick and steal all your Mm -hmm. information, because motherfucker, I'm a spy.
1: I'm a spy, bitch, for none other than
0: Alexander. Alexander, Mm -hmm. Ivan's own son. Yeah." Which Ivan kind of had an had an inkling that this was, this was the case.
1: Yes, and he he does end up saying that to um, Oliver. Oliver later. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: hmm Yes. Once once Oliver tells him about like the the ambush and whatnot and about this raid, so they've got this set up, um, and Alexander Ivan's son decides Mm -hmm. to let one of his former contacts within the u.s cia know that this is coming and that dude gets a hold of vic and vic is like frantically trying to get a hold of reese yeah but there's no cell service on this ranch none Mm -hmm. so they finally like get back out to the main road and and as they're going into town reese and katie and reese's phone rings and he's like uh the only person i want to talk to is sitting in the car with me and then it rings yeah. again, and he's like, oh, "I better answer." Something's telling me I should answer this. And he answers it, and it's yeah. Vic, and he's like, Reitz, where are you?" And he's like, well, "I'm in Montana." And he's like, "There is a Russian hit team there to kill you." Yeah, and like they're they're cresting this ridge, and there's a woman that stopped with quote unquote car troubles. Yeah, while this and this like cowboy stops to help him, mm-hmm. and he's like oh shit that's the ambush so he throws it in reverse hits the fast and furious like reverse spin turn yeah and as they like start taking back off down the road back windshield explodes from the bullets coming from the ambush
1: yeah he pushes katie's head down to the mm-hmm. to the dashboard he's like keep your head down do not look up
0: Yep. Yeah, all this kind of stuff they get back to the farm they're radioing and radioing in on the way back to the ranch and they're like like is, is Rafe there is Rafe there and they're like no he's not here so they get back there and like Jonathan comes out like guns a with his dog Zulu yeah which Zulu is probably second bestest boy in this whole book he is the bestest boy I don't know what you're talking about um I'm sorry did you forget someone named Edo Yes. yeah zulu is very goodest boy but he is second bestest boy because of ado i
1: kind of agree
0: yeah zulu didn't jump out of no plane okay
1: that is true but he's so precious
0: and rhodesian ridgebacks are like they're they are fur missiles yeah they are firm as, I don't know what Jonathan's been training this dog, but he's been training it to do some shit. He's been training this dog for for special so,
1: operations.
0: So, yeah, so they, they tell them what's going on when they get back to the ranch. Uh, Reese leaves Katie with Caroline, um, Annika and Thorn and Liz mm-hmm. as Jonathan hops into Reese's Land Cruiser with Zulu and they take off to figure out yeah. where, where Rafe is so uh wraith has been like stalking this deer that he's been keeping an eye on he's like it's not in a spot where it always is i don't know what's up with that something spooked it and then as he's like creeping up on it after he finds it he realizes like something's spooking it right now what is it and that's when bullets start flying over his head
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and all he's got on him is his pistol and which fell. bow he, yeah and he immediately starts returning fire these guys are coming at him with automatic weapons and he immediately starts f- returning fire with a pistol and is doing damage yeah he's doing so, pretty damn good so i you know it's funny i watched a video on this the other day uh, the the pistol that he uses in this is a uh-huh. is a, a, a 1911 which used to be one of the yeah. the staple of the u.s military and uh, like special forces mm-hmm. um until it was replaced by the Beretta, yeah, a while ago, but when the u s government was trying to um, build this gun they they were looking for for contractors, basically, what they did to figure out what the best ammunition would be for this is they started shooting cows with rounds and basically they found the smallest round that would kill a cow in one shot (laughs) and they were like this is the round that we need to build a pistol around yeah and and that was the 45 acp which is what Mm -hmm. the 1911 shoots so (laughs) i mean
1: and that is what dad made
0: that is one of the most american things i've ever fucking heard (laughs)
1: <laughs> but even his dad makes fun of him for loving this 1911 gun and always like holding on like keeping it on his person but they
0: look so cool though yeah they do look cool like they just look badass as shit so yeah. he starts returning fire with this 1911 and actually hits like the squad leader uh, almost immediately Like yeah. just shatters the bone in his arm mm-hmm. and um but he's still pinned down. He's got five more guys coming at him. Reese and Jonathan end up figuring out where he's at. Um yeah. Reese gets they out. Tell,
1: they put everybody else in the house, mm-hmm. arm them, and Caroline, rape's mom, is like, "I got this, guys."
0: Yeah, we'll get to that in a second because mm-hmm. that's a whole different section that I feel like we have to go through. Oh, but we do. Jonathan and Zulu decide to go down the hill to kind of flank around to the side of these guys while reef starts restarts laying down essentially sniper fire from the top of this ridge and starts mm-hmm. dropping dudes immediately yeah. between the three of them and zulu they pretty much immediately take out five of these six guys
1: mm-hmm.
0: the only one that they don't take out is the leader of the squad which they don't even realize that he's the leader at the time yeah so all three of them get out of this completely unscathed. Unfortunately, Rafe's bow um does not survive the battle. It is it, it is bla- it is blasted apart. So, and and even Zulu ends up taking out a dude. Yeah, <laughs> it's like damn fur missile to the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: he, that's why he's the bestest boy.
0: <laughs> so they're they're uh they're on their way back they get this dude loaded up meanwhile at the house um caroline takes everyone into the armory that they have at their house and starts just like handing out guns and ammunition left Mm -hmm. and right she looks at Annika and she's like put on my body armor here's an ar-15 with four with four mags in it And she's like, she's like, are you sure? And she's like, you protect that child that you're pregnant with. And Mm -hmm. don't like, don't back talk me or anything like that. Yeah. And, and Katie's just sitting there like, oh my God. Like yesterday I thought this was the the Western Martha Stewart. And now she just turned into GI Jane.
1: (laughs) I'm obsessed with that woman. She's
0: so badass. I mean, Caroline immediately goes from homemaker to field commander. in a split second super quick (laughs) like in a split second Mm -hmm. and she's just like i've done this before it's time to protect that homestead yep so they do uh thorn and caroline go upstairs and and wait for these guys to come in annika's watching the front door and liz and katie are watching the back Mm -hmm. um they see the truck that used to belong to the cowboy who is now deceased coming down and caroline immediately starts just laying lead into this windshield Mm -hmm. takes the driver out in the throat takes another one through the center of the windshield hits a dude in the back two dudes down immediately yeah so they the truck comes to a stop the other guys like turn out one dude decides to rush the house caroline takes him down with a shot to the head like they start taking taking down guys right and left. Another dude tries to flank around to the back. Um, at this point, Reese, J, Reese, Jonathan, and Rafe are rolling back up. Uh, they take out the two guys that are still in front of the house. They mm-hmm. they load up on the front door to essentially breach, like they're going into some house in Fallujah. Yeah. Because I mean, this is two generations of of special forces at this point. Like, that's Mm -hmm. it's just bred into them. So, Jonathan starts calling out. They get, they start hearing from everyone inside that everyone's okay. Um, Reese is like, Where's Katie? She's, they tell her that she's down the hall. He like immediately sprints down there, Mm -hmm. uh, like checks her out. And apparently, Katie just dropped this dude.
1: Mm -hmm. that was about
0: to come into the back door like she just took her first fucking life yeah so of course the authorities are on the way Reese looks at Liz and is like look I've got a dude the last remaining dude from these people in the back of my truck where Mm -hmm. is Thorne's closest home yep and she's like ah maybe an hour away and he's like all right let's Let's load this motherfucker up yeah and when everybody gets
1: there like the CIA FBI all of them they're like okay we're missing one bearded scraggly guy and knowing that they're talking about Reese and they're like
0: yeah vic, no no clue where he went yeah vic like vic shows up because vic as soon as excuse me as soon as he got a hold of Reese he basically mm-hmm. hopped in a plane and took off from Montana yeah he gets there and talks with Jonathan and Rafe and is like um so is there somewhere that we can talk more privately And Rafe is like, yeah, let's go upstairs. They go up to his father's office. And he's like, so where is Reese? And he's like, close. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. And he's like, well, is, is your entire family safe? Is everyone okay? Have you guys accounted for everyone yet? And Rafe's like, no, we can't get a hold of my sister, Hannah who's currently mm-hmm. in Romania. Yeah. And he was like, I would really appreciate it if you could send someone to get her and bring her in. And he was like, that's the first call I will make. And yeah. sure enough, that's the first call he makes and within an hour, two people from the, from the embassy in Romania are heading to pick her up.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and, and Reese is telling you know, Vic the whole time when they were on the phone after that call, he was like, hey, I, I can't tell you where I am and you just yeah. have to trust me here and he goes are you going to do something against the law and he's like are you
0: going to do what i think you're going to do and he's like i can't tell you if that's what i what it is or not but yeah i will have information when i get back yeah yeah god i love i love james reese so
1: for so many reasons
0: reese has got this dude dimitri uh, tied up in one of thorns cabins and he's got all of jonathan's ghost peppers that he had mm-hmm. left which yeah. he like he basically he bakes them and pops the the shit that makes it super spicy out of it and puts it into a solution yeah
1: basically he basically it was uh, was it whiskey that he put in there with
0: it it was whiskey um this stuff and a couple other things yeah
1: it was yeah. it was only a couple of things that he added to it
0: yeah honestly and like round that, it up things that you could like find around your fucking house yeah yeah so he he starts asking him questions mm-hmm. and he's like cussing out and rushing and all this kind of stuff and he's like cool drops a little bit of into a little bit of it into his eye and mm-hmm. like the dude starts screaming and whatnot his eye is like bleeding tears trying to get mm-hmm. it out he's like, all right, we'll do this again. And, like, tries to give him more information, cusses at him again, uh, takes a catheter, sticks it up into his bladder, and then starts putting some of this into his bladder. Yeah. Because someone had told him how to make this, and they were like, it's like they're going to be burning from the inside out, but without flames. And there's no, um, yeah, there's nothing that can that can prove that that's what happened to them Mm -hmm. so he does that starts getting information and the dude actually does start getting information after he puts a little bit of it just a little bit into his iv line yeah so it goes into his bloodstream um and the dude's like look at this point i don't give a shit like i'm going to die here i'm aware of that but yeah if this mission failed it's because of alexander um Whatever the fuck his name is. Zerkov. Zir- yeah, it's because uh-huh. of Alexander Zerkov. So do me a favor and kill that motherfucker and send him to me in the afterlife so I can take mm-hmm. care of him there. Yeah. And then Reese puts the rest of it into the IV and stops the man's heart.
1: Yeah. But the whole, oh, that whole scene made me feel so sick to my
0: stomach. Well, and he's got like, he's sitting there and he's having like, doubts about what he's doing Mm -hmm. but he's like they were gonna kill katie they were gonna kill rafe they were gonna kill his entire family like think of them with a gun to kate this dude with a gun to katie's head yeah and he's like you gotta do what you gotta do to get what you need yeah so um he calls back to the house to talk to rafe and caroline answers in a panic and she's like hannah is that you and he's like no it's it's reese and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Reese. We, we still haven't been able to get a hold of, of Hannah because it's been hours since the attack. Yeah. We, we, we haven't been able to get a hold of her. Um, Rafe is, is in a panic and he, he left. Yeah, he
1: went he to left. go after her.
0: He, he, yeah, he, he went to Romania to get her. Like mm-hmm. flew straight there. Yeah. Um, and Reese is like, okay, I know exactly who did this. I know what's going on. I need to talk to Rafe and then it shows hannah the night before and she's out doing her thing working on some farms in romania trying to help them and whatnot and then gets back to her house doing some work on her laptop trying to email her parents but of course the satellite internet still Mm -hmm. is down again sees headlights coming up her driveway which is like that is strange yeah um here's a knock at the door immediately grabs a knife looks out and sees a woman standing there and she's like, is this the way to the bed and breakfast? Mm -hmm. And he's, she's like, okay. Opens the door. And the woman like sticks out her phone to like show her on the map where they're at, like trying to figure out. And then immediately she feels someone wrap around her from behind. Mm -hmm. So she just starts stabbing backwards. Yeah. And like, it's like, I felt, I felt the resistance of Clothing and skin and bone, and, bone. <laughs> and then it released. And she's like, I just got to get to the back door. If I can get to the back door, it's 200 mm-hmm. yards of the forest, and I can get away. So she's throwing chairs behind her and all this to slow the people up, like shoulder thrust through the back door, like she's a damn Derrick Henry trying to shrug off, shrug off a linebacker coming through the line, mm-hmm. and then is immediately hit in the face by a two by four.
1: Yeah, because she didn't realize there was another person out back
0: waiting exactly. for her. Exactly. And then the dude that she stabs starts beating the hell out of her and knocks her unconscious. Mm -hmm. And that's how she got caught by Zarkov.
1: Yeah. And that's because and the condition of the house that Ray finds it in is not good. mm -hmm, And he he, he starts tracking as soon as possible.
0: He has a little bit of a a moment, a prideful brother moment when he sees Mm that she put up a fight. But they left, they knew that he would come. So they left the dark web address there on like the desk mm-hmm. and it's for these hunts that that Zarkov would would like allow people to come to the island and hunt mm-hmm. there for a certain mm-hmm. amount of money because yeah. Zarkov's been dialed in on Rafe for a long time. He's mm-hmm. he reads these hunting magazines and Rafe like writes in these hunting magazines under a pen name. Yeah. And he's like this is one of the world's best hunters. Yeah. And he was I waiting want- I want to hunt him.
1: Yeah. And so he was waiting to see this, uh, Rafe's pen name S come in Rain- through this. S. Roadmap. Rainsford. Yes.
0: Yes. So Reese calls Rafe while well, Rafe is at Hannah's place. Mm-hmm. Um, and Reese is giving him all the information. And Rafe's like, I need to schedule a hunt. Yeah. And Reese is like, Fuck! All right, mm-hmm. I need to get Vic on the phone. I need to get a team together. We need to go to this fucking island and like extract Ray from there, extract his sister, take these these Russians down. And due to some some lobbying, it's immediately like shot down because they're like, we're not sending U.S. forces into yeah. Russian-held territory and all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. So what does James Reese do? James Reese gets together a ragtag team to essentially Im- invade Russia. Yep, it's and gonna this be is
1: why I love James.
0: It's gonna be a six-person one-dog team. Mm-hmm. That's
1: great.
0: <laughs> like, it's are fantastic. You, are you fucking kidding me? Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Oh my it's god! Literally, like the ridiculous six. Exactly. Exactly. It's like fantastic. the ridiculous six. So they he gets a bunch of his old buddies together that were all special forces and whatnot. Um, they've got a medic. They've got a dude that's good in hand to hand. They've got a dog handler with a dog, and that dog's name is is ADO.
1: Mm-hmm. ADO is
0: bestest boy. ADO is bestest yes. boy. ADO ate someone's bicep. Zulu didn't eat any part of that person, unfortunately.
1: No, he did not. <laughs> He did not,
0: but he was, he did so well. Zulu did. Zulu did. So they work out this plan. Um, Mm -hmm. Basically they're going to have Liz and another pilot. One of Thorne's pilots fly them near this Island at like 40,000 feet. Yeah. And they're going to jump out of the airplane and free fall onto this island so
1: stupid
0: they're free for they parachuted a dog onto this island yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) like like what the fuck i mean you gotta get
1: you gotta give them credit though i mean yeah they're literally the group that that deadpool had
0: x-force
1: (laughs) x-force they're literally x-force
0: yeah 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 let's let's be honest here though i don't know who um uh who was the normal dude next force
1: oh my god um was it
0: gary jim no
1: jim no gary you're right yeah pretty sure
0: yeah it's like i don't know if any of them would be gary though no no thank goodness when he's like you need to get out of here like stop <laughs> x force is done you need to get X-Force out of here is done. Go he's, away. Like, he's like okay Honestly, this is kind of scary. You yeah. go home and feed my cats anyway.
1: Yeah, but then <laughs> Gary gets killed.
0: Well, he does, but then when they go back in in time, he's just like, No, no, don't you do anything. X-Force is done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Gosh, I'm making sure it's scary. I'm trying to look it up. But continue while you do
0: this. So they um they're gonna have Liz and another pilot pilot them in, and then Jonathan and Thorne are going to come in on the seaplane that thorn flies and extract them but they only have a very small window for that to happen so they they drop onto this island and as they're coming in it's at night it's in the middle of like i mean you're in the bering sea that's some of the worst condition like sea Mm -hmm. conditions in the world yeah and uh zarkov's guys on the ground on this island set off an emp because they're aware that they're coming yeah they're aware that they're coming so they set off an emp all of their night vision goes out all of their, their like beacons that they're using to track each other all of their comms everything like that so basically mm-hmm. they go back to rudimentary stuff they drop the comms they drop the, the 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 night vision and they start yelling at each other as they're parachuting in so that they can keep following like they know where to go yeah so they get onto the island, Jay-
1: <laughs> His okay, name's for- Peter.
0: Yes, Peter. So for those of you that can't see, we're on Zoom tonight. And Taylor just changed her background to the picture of Peter from Deadpool as he's parachuting in. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I imagined Every when I time. read this scene. <laughs> As them falling to the yes. sky. Yes. Just like that. Just oh, like so that. So
1: fucking funny. <laughs> oh, it's so funny.
0: <laughs> so good. Oh my god. Okay. So <laughs> they get onto the island and um they all end up blinking back up. They all make it to the island safely. And they're trying to make their way across. They've got no night vision. They've got no optics, nothing like that that's working. Yeah. So they're going through and their dog handler, whose name escapes me right now, uh, notices a change in the dog, calls Mm -hmm. it back, gets in to sit down, calls the boys up. And he's like, we've got explosives somewhere up here. Mm
1: -hmm. And he's like,
0: normally I would tell him to finish, but that, you know, that's a death sentence. Like, because he would go and sit right next to the bomb. Like, that's what the dog would do. Yeah. And he's like, that, that's a death sentence. I, I'm, I'm not going to have him doing that. Yeah. So they're sitting there talking, trying to figure out what to do. And James is hit in the chest with a round that comes out of mm-hmm. nowhere. So they're like, oh, shit. Um, they like kind of fall back. They bring James back. And James like comes to you, He's like, I'm, a, I'm okay. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. They're like, hold on, dude. Let us check you real quick. Make sure you're good. Mm-hmm. and and his plate carrier did exactly what it was supposed to do so when the, when they got these plates in here when they get hit they're supposed to shatter yeah um that way it, it disperses the the force of the bullet coming through like you're still going to get like bruised but it's not going to penetrate at least on the first time if you if you keep getting hit there it's going to it's going to penetrate that but yeah it, it, it's supposed to disperse the force Mm-hmm. so that it doesn't penetrate and kill you or hit in a vital area and like stop your heart or something like that exactly so it breaks his plate carrier and he's like look they've got the high ground on us so this is what we're gonna do i'm gonna go to this ridge he goes this i was taught about this by the guys in, in vietnam we need to take mm-hmm. their advantage away from them we need to turn night into day yep. so he tells all the guys to get their flares out he's gonna go to this ridge He'll shoot off the first flare and then he's just going to start sniping people from mm-hmm. up on this ridge. So that's what they do. And James starts immediately taking everyone out. Yeah. Like
1: everyone. Like every I said, he's a good hunter. He knows,
0: he knows what to do. Yep. So the only person that don't take out is the leader of this security group, I mm-hmm. guess, um, who decides that he's going to, double back on all of them because he's like they've got how did they figure out where that was and he's like oh fuck they've got a fucking dog with them god damn it mm-hmm. so he's like i'm gonna double back on them and hopefully the dog is tracking my my trail and not me directly yeah so as soon as he starts doubling back he sees two of the guys and he's like mother so they start laying down fire he starts laying down fire they get behind cover and then he throws a grenade Mm -hmm. and Reese and, and the other guys they hear the grenade and he's like oh shit he's doubling back on us they immediately release the dog yeah like immediately release the dog and uh he's like after the grenade goes off he starts he's like if i can get back to the to the bunker like the myself and the other two guys that are on this island still like we can hold out until we get reinforcements from one of the near guys Nearby bases, and he's like, mm-hmm. Then it felt like he got hit by a sledgehammer because Ado just f- launched into him like the fiery fur missile he is. Yeah, yeah. They walk up and they put around in this dude killing him. Um, Priest is like, Oh my god, my ass saved by a dog again, and looks down mm-hmm. and notice that Ado's chewing on something. He's like, What the fuck is that? Oh, that's part of his bicep. Okay.
1: So ADO's right. just
0: ADO's just eating this dude at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> He's like, "Ooh, little treat, little snacky snack."
0: So they they breach into the bunker, figure out where Ant- this has been Andronoff's spot. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got one of Rafe's scarfs, so they give it. They give the scent to ADO. ADO starts searching through, and they get down into this basement. They're like, "Oh, it's a dead end." Well, ADO keeps going. They're like, "Oh shit, it keeps going,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they realize there's these African miners in these jail cells. Yeah. And Ada goes all the way down to the last one and stops. And Reese is trying to like talk to these guys and get some information. One of the guys is like, Reese, you need to come here. And he's like, Oh, okay. Starts heading down there. And he's like, before I even got there, I could see the jar and I knew exactly what it was and Mm -hmm. floating in the jar was Hannah's head yeah Andrianoff had or not Andrianoff um Zarkov had cut had cut off Anna's head after she died and put it in a formaldehyde like jar jar with formaldehyde and sat it in front of Rafe all night long because Rafe was there he had been locked up and Mm -hmm. Zarkov was like now I'm going to hunt you yeah. Now it's time for the hunter to become the hunted. Okay. Hope <laughs> this time. But and th- this part killed me because it was just so upsetting. Well this this is probably where one of my favorite lines in the book come from. Yeah. Cuz Reese sees this and just looks at the other guys and he's like it's time for me to go hunting. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Like, yep. and you can just feel the cold and calculating tone in his voice, even by reading yeah. it. Like, you can just feel it. Oh, yeah. He's like, this dude, You can dude, feel
1: the power uh, Jack Carr put into that.
0: He's like, this, he had made this shit personal, but now, now he's, he's, he's calling down um, hellfire, essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Race, Reese convinced all the other guys to let him go. He's like, we've got a wounded guy. You mm-hmm. guys need to get back to the beach and get out of here.
1: Yeah.
0: Because the the art are our, our shit's coming.
1: Mm-hmm. This is an,
0: this is another situation where Reese is pretty much like, I gotta get my guys out. Yep.
1: And I'm going they'll, back
0: they'll, in. They'll get out. I need to keep going, but mm-hmm. there's no way that I'm leaving this island alive. Yeah. Or if I do, it's gonna be as a prisoner to the Russians. Yeah. So um Rafe has been getting tracked for like two three hours at this point by mm-hmm. by Zarkov and his henchman I guess I guess that's what yeah. you could call the dude the dude that that holds like or trains his dogs so Reese like runs into this guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: as Rafe is trying to deal with Zarkov yeah and we're talking about a mammoth of a man. And this dude shoots at Ray Re- at Reese after Re- Reese has killed this dude's dogs, which that shit was brutal when that shit happened. Mm-hmm. Especially when it talks about like grabbing the front legs and like just like a wishbone.
1: It makes me sick. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did I did not like that part. So uh he shoots into the ground to get reese's attention Mm -hmm. and then holds the gun on reese and click and reese is like that was the loudest sound in the world at that that moment yeah so the dude like throws the gun off into the tree line Mm -hmm. he's like oh shit he's gonna come at me hand to hand he's like I gotta get this snowshoe off and the dude actually waits for him to get the snowshoe off yeah. and Reese get grabs behind him to pull out once again of course his Winkler tomahawk mm-hmm. and then is hit in the face with a spinning back kick he's like this mammoth of a man just hit me yeah. with a spinning back kick are you kidding me he's kind of offended he's like how is that even possible yeah, and then he realizes, oh, this dude's doing Russian Sambo, mm-hmm. which is a form of mixed martial arts. Yeah, and so they they start grappling and whatnot. Reese has got knife and and tomahawk, trying to cut him and stab him and slice him and dice him. And this dude's beating the shit out of Reese while Reese is getting in some good shots of his own. Mm-hmm. Slices his hand in half with the with the the hammer end of the the tomahawk. Like, ooh, yeah, oof, oof. Like that dude's got, got now got three hands essentially because he's got Mm -hmm. one intact and he's got another one split down the middle. He's got a knife. He's got a knife in his hip. He's got another knife in his clavicle and he's got an, a tomahawk in his back. Yeah. And he's still fighting. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's possible. Russians don't give up. uh, This dude was like, yeah, this dude was like, from the siberian province as well
1: yeah they, they know, don't give up they're 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 ruthless motherfuckers i do have to tell i i have to give them that
0: well that is that is true they don't know yeah. how to stop so they fight and and reese finally ends up getting the other upper hand and ends up killing him so reese tracks continues tracking across the island finds Rafe, and mm-hmm. um and and alexander like fighting yeah. alexander gets killed and he and Rafe's like what the fuck are you doing here man and he's like well i came to fucking get you yeah obviously so they're like he's like well, what's going on with X fat and he's like it's gone man like we missed our window but i wasn't leaving you behind to fight this battle on your own yeah and rafe is basically like you stupid son of a bitch
1: he's like why would you do this do you do you not have a mind
0: so they're like mate maybe we'll get lucky and they get back to the beach and everyone is still there yeah they they told they told jonathan and and thorn to get out of there yeah or i'm i'm sorry jonathan is there yes Jonathan is there Jonathan was not going to leave those two behind so he told everyone else to get on the plane and they took off with Thorne Mm -hmm. and Jonathan is there waiting yeah and they're like waiting for his boys they're like what is going on like why are you here and he's like I Mm -hmm. wasn't leaving my two boys behind yeah and they wanted to get they wanted to get some help from the u.s special forces in coming to this island for exfil because there's there's certain exfil tactics that they have that mm-hmm. that they can use and they're like well the russians are coming so i guess we're just gonna have to fight as long as we fucking can yep and as soon as like they think they're gonna be there the fucking navy shows up the navy seals show up mm-hmm. and they're like I don't know who the fuck you guys are, but apparently you got some pretty fucking powerful friends. Yeah. And they get confirmation on identification from them and whatnot. And then they, they take them out. And James, once again, is like, you guys go, I've got business to take care of. And they're like, are you fucking stupid, dude? And he's like, no, 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 I got this. So they they leave and James is left by himself. So what does James do? What does James do? Hmm. Oh, Hmm. that's right. He steals a kayak from the island, sails across the Bering Sea to mainland fucking (laughs) Russia and then for six months, six months, treks his ass across Siberia. Treks his ass across Siberia. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know how long, how how much this is. You know how how far across Siberia is from 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 east to west. It's a far trek. You want to take a guess? I would say eight um, four thousand miles. 4,350 or 7,000 kilometers. It covers 10. It covers 4 million square miles and is roughly two-thirds of Russia. And it's where a fifth of their population lives. One-fifth of, one of their population lives in two-thirds of the country. That's insane. Yeah. So he treks across Siberia just to get to oliver gray mm-hmm. and ivan Zarkov. i
1: love yeah. i love this
0: and i mean he's beautiful he finds like ivan's like hideout in siberia mm-hmm. and is waiting there and gray is, is very well aware he's like james re survived like he's coming for me He's Mm -hmm. going to be here because they're sitting there after they've gotten to this place. And, and Ivan's like, Oliver, why do you keep looking out of the window? And he's like, um, Pakan, it's because James Reese is going to come here. He's like, he's like, there's not even like a fence or anything out there. And he's like, Siberia is our fence. Most, most people will not even attempt to approach this part of the country. Mm -mm. that's a really bad russian accent
1: yes it is and (laughs) the fact that he says that clearly makes like it it shows how much he does not know james james reese
0: yeah because it's not even five minutes later that they hear a massive explosion outside oh and it's the helicopter they got there on Mm -hmm. yeah and then james kills all of the guards Mm -hmm. like it's nothing and then yep. Ivan and, and Oliver are outside and he's like, what the fuck is this? And all of try and kind of talk it out. And Oliver tries to run off and James blows his ass up, mm-hmm. which was beautiful. It really was perfect. yeah, so Ivan's like, look, I've got no qualms with you. Mm-hmm. How can I make things right with you? And he's like, you can leave me the fuck alone and you can get me back to the United States. Yeah, so of course he gets back to the states, and the CIA is like, "Why the fuck were you flying in to the Central African Republic on a Russian plane?" Yeah, after you've been missing for six months. Yeah, and then you just had us pick you up. Yeah, (laughs) and he's he's like, "Ah, "Ah, "Hey, Vic, I don't know if these are like questions that you want answers to. So let's just say." It happened, okay yeah. <laughs> so, oh my God, it's so that's funny. the end of of James's story, but it shows our Syrian sniper at the end, mm-hmm. yes, because at one point, Alexander had sent out a letter in case he didn't survive, mm-hmm. which he wasn't he didn't think it was going to happen, but just in case
1: just in case, yeah, just a little just a little
0: help in case. and he reads this letter and he's like okay i've got my new target it's, he's mm-hmm. already been paid and all things like that and then he strangles his his prostitute mm-hmm. and kills her and then just starts making his daily trek Smiles mm-hmm. at a little old lady and starts walking down the street and that's the end <laughs> of the it's book it's a
1: normal monday yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal monday for this guy Yep.
0: Wait, but, was that was that this one or was that the next one? That might be the next one, actually. Yeah, um
1: I think that's the next back.
0: I think that's the next one. I think that's how the fourth book ends. Cause I think one of the terrorists reaches reaches out to him. Yes.
1: Yes, because this one ends uh when he goes to visit his dad no he reads a letter he's reading the letter
0: james is reading the letter from his yeah. dad that from was left dad. that was left in the car in the storage in the storage yeah yeah, area. yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah but great book i mean excellent five stars five stars all all, stars. all the way around mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. great time but uh yeah. what was what was uh, your favorite part
0: Probably, probably the scene where Caroline goes from homemaker to fucking field marshal. I I
1: I absolutely love that scene. I I wanted just, to say, just
0: Katie's reaction to it is
1: beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I was about to say my favorite scene was um, a lot of the beginning. You know, where where James says he's learning to live again, and mm-hmm. it's with Katie, and it's with Rafe and his family, and all this stuff. Um, and, and just the family moments I really liked, mm-hmm. but I do agree with you. The one where he, where they, where Caroline goes batshit crazy.
0: Yeah. She turns Gotta into Warrior woman, woman. woman really fast. Super really fast. fast.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I love her. Will always, forever,
0: love her. But, but that's, that is Savage Son, in a nutshell. Is in a nutshell yeah Yeah. great book i love jack Carr. i love jack Carr. yeah we recently reached out to him to try and uh try and see if we could interview him or even get some some questions asked by him but i don't think we've gotten anything back yet so we might need to not yet we might need to see look into a different uh avenue though i do know that right Mm -hmm. now he's got his new book uh in the blood out yes and he is doing a book tour for that so if you would like to read that book or any of the of the terminal list series books check them Mm -hmm. out highly highly recommended highly recommended highly recommended yes yes so yeah miss taylor what is our book for next week what should our listeners be be getting into so they know what to read as well
1: i'm not sure i'm i'm struggling with this because i i have a few options
0: yes um
1: so my my one option was um what i've already spoken about which is um we were never here by andy uh, by, bartz. Andy, by mm-hmm. andy bartz um because I, I i love her and I, I really want to to read her stuff um but we did, you and I did discuss going over my book. That is true. But it's a poetry book, so it would be more of like a Q and A than anything. So yes, I, I guess we can uh, talk about that and, and figure out uh, what's the what's the best route. <coughs>
0: I'm, i uh, me, just dying over here. Just dying over there. Yep. Yep. You're just good. dying over here. Um I'm crying, but I'm good. All right. Good. All right. <laughs> Shout outs for this week.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with Danielle this week.
0: Danielle. Okay. I will go with our book festival crew for this weekend.
1: All good.
0: four of all four of us. You, yeah. me, Danielle, and Deanna, and. We even had a special guest with us at the book fair, my friend, Christopher.
1: Yes, that was a, a great time all around, Yeah, especially having everybody because we we made shirts. I mean, we looked like official bitches.
0: Yes. And we even have bookmarks. So if anyone would like an official off the books podcast bookmark mm-hmm. can be our first little bit of merch. You yep. let us know. We can try and figure out how to send you like a des- the design for it, so you mm-hmm. can print it out and have your own bookmark. Show it to your friends. Give it to give it as Christmas gifts. Give it as birthday gifts. Makes oh, a yeah. good makes a good Father's Day present for the avid reader out there.
1: Hey, Father's Day is coming up, and everybody needs a bookmark.
0: Exactly. Sometimes so. they need three. so Yeah. Well. Anyways, I believe that is it for this week. Yep. Once again. I am Brandon. I that, am Taylor. That is Taylor. Follow us on Instagram at off the books podcast. Follow us yeah. on Facebook. We've got our Facebook page off the books podcast as well. Yep. Um, we're on Spotify, anchor, Google, Apple, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. I don't give a shit. We just <laughs> want the listeners. Enemies. All right. <laughs> so once again, thank you for listening. And as always, remember, to keep that that shit shit off the books, books, okay? Thank you for listening, y'all. Goodbye. Bye, guys.